0: Welcome back to the Electrify Podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, North America's largest EV festival coming to a major city near you. Our next guests, uh, I know I know very intimately they are just uh, good friends of our family, and uh, we've seen them uh, kind of just grow in the motorsports space. They have an infamous last name. They're making names of their own just through the years. Um, one daughter, one mother. And they are Lucy and Leah Block. And, uh, you know, we're talking things EV, Electrify Expo, all things EV. And, and both you ladies have raced EV vehicles. Um, Leah, most recently Extreme EV. And then Lucy, you and the electric Sierra car going up Pikes Peak. And obviously, Leah, you racing up the Hunapigas. sort. What is the Hunapiga? What is it? What's the car? It <laughs> the Hunapigas. I know. I, was, I always mess with Scotto. Hunapigasaurus. Um, I'm joking, um, but thank you for coming on, ladies. I know you. We're, we're all tired. It seems like the life was going 100 miles per hour and went zero. And obviously, you know the, the the passing of your husband and respectfully your dad, Leah. Um, that that shook the world, shook the motorsports world. So I appreciate you kind of sharing a little bit about just the block lineage, but notably what you guys have cooking, uh, primarily in the EV space, but not exclusively. Lucy, how, how is it being a mom of, of these three kids and they're so very different, but Leah is just on this awesome trajectory of being known and signing autographs and going to these things. It's gotta be, you gotta be proud, but it's, it's scary too. Cause concurrently you're racing, you know, ARA, you're doing Pike's peak. How is that experience as, as, as a, as a proud mom?
1: Yeah, well it's it's a lot. It's uh, I thought we were busy before and now we're even busier, which is it's tough, but it's fun to to watch her, you know, make goals and crush them. So it, yeah. It's been pretty amazing.
0: Leah, how did the extreme e conversation come to be and and how how are those vehicles? I mean, you're racing in ridiculously cool locations you work with carl cox motorsports you have this off-road vehicle that's purpose-built you're staying on a big boat like it's just this kind of really interesting dynamic of racing how is that extreme e-experience
2: yeah it's like it's definitely nothing i've ever done before and it's definitely not a very um common type of motorsport at all um, but going into it, I've like seen it around. Obviously, my dad was one of the first people to race the Odyssey um in Dakar four years ago, I think. Um so getting to race it was really cool because of that. And also um I just got uh we were I was in Miami with my dad and Timo, um my teammate now. And we've just, he asked me how, how I liked it and asked my dad about it. And then we we're talking about, yeah, all these upgrades, like it's not new suspension, all this stuff makes it safer, blah, blah, Um, and then about a couple months ago, I got a text from Timo and he was like, Hey, um, what do you think about it? Me? <laughs> would you, you want to do it? And I was like, I mean, it sounds great and all, but <laughs> let me <laughs> some details. Um, so we started that just started the conversation um and we're and then i was in sardinia only two weeks ago so yeah
0: kind of crazy only two weeks ago because in between all that if i follow your guys' stories you guys are just (laughs) jamming all i mean literally you were in tennessee last night i was like i wonder if lisa or if lucy and lee are gonna be home and i saw boop you know, happy to be home. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And I, and I we know you're,
2: you're catching it. Yeah, I probably was, it was three weeks ago. Cause then I had, um, then we had a new England forest rally we, last week. Yeah. We had so, a yeah, rally. It was three weeks ago, but yeah, it was a crazy experience. <laughs> um, it was, it's, it's a very, I mean, obviously it is an FIA sanctioned sport. So it was probably the biggest, series I've ever done. Um, and also I've never raced outside of um, the U S so going to being able to go to Europe was really cool too. I mean, it didn't feel that different because I've always like traveled with my dad and he's always Mm -hmm. been racing in Europe. So, um, but it was really cool for myself, um, to be able to race internationally at 16. um, but yeah it was a crazy experience got to stay on, stay on the St Helena which is not an electric ship <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> yes. um, yeah, yeah got to stay on the St Helena then we would take a take a little boat ride to the marina drive to the site and then there was the electric Odyssey. Um, tracks are crazy mixed between a, um, a rally cross rally um, circuit racing like it's it's just like a kind of like a forza racetrack. If-
0: is it almost like Ultra Four, like I mean, I don't like a, like a King of the Hammers kind of thing, or no? It's it's. it's I mean, it's how would you pitch somebody Extreme? You got to watch it. We're going to Sardinia, and like the next stop is saying Amazon or the USA. Like, are you are you signed up to do? And then the finale in December, it's in Chile. Like,
2: what? Yep, I'm signed up to do the last few rounds, but I would probably describe it as kind of like you ever driven. If you ever played the game Forza, if you've ever done a race in Forza it's kind of like that because the really cool part of it is that you start on the starting line but you are open track until you get to that first two banners and you have to get through those first two banners but you can go anywhere you want pick any line and it's about from going you got to make it through that next one those two banners and you got to go to the next one but you can go anywhere from there to there you know so it's it's a really really cool concept um and it, and it's a lot of luck as well because <laughs> what what um, whatever grid position you get is where you have to go because there's like maybe five different line choices off the start and if you try to go like three wide into it it's not going to work one two of you are probably going to end up in the dirt you know yeah. or the bushes so um, it's just a really cool like kind of weird dynamic um, but it's it's definitely very cool for um, to directory of motorsports
0: you know it's a cool it's a cool juxtaposition because here you are these these kind of like hot wheels looking cars that are look like monster trucks kind of but then it's ev so it's a great juxtaposition of both track racing acumen the the uniqueness of and out of respect of of pronouns them they he she you have a female and a male and that why why do you think that's a good push too i mean obviously cars show no gender they're just a car it doesn't matter And and I think that's a, that's an initiative you, you like to push as well. Am I correct?
2: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's really cool that I have a male teammate. Everybody has a female and a male teammate. So it's really cool because it definitely levels out the playing field for everyone um, and gives everyone a chance, you know, like, and it's not just, Oh, you're going to race this race. Right. We both race the same race. Like whoever, We pick whoever's going to go out, um, start, like, but then we have to switch off every single time. Like, Quali first, if Timo goes out first, then I have to go out the next one for the start. You know, you can't just be like, oh, Timo, you start every single time or Leah, you start every single time. It has to be switched off. And then two laps and you hand it over to me or I hand it over to Timo. It's a very, it's a very equal sport, I believe.
0: Yeah. And then again, just that, that, even playing field of of Extreme E. And I like the concepts, the tracks. I I think you described it really well. And our our boy, Andrew Coley, calling that action remotely. Um, Lucy, talking to you about Pike's Peak, and I know you've kind of shared some things with some friends of ours. Don't know how much you want to share, but um, it's the respect, the mountain, right? And And then now you're thrown in this car that's pretty much unlike anything you've driven before, which is a Sierra car, but then it's EV on top of that. How was that experience and and how would you describe that to anybody listening about you racing and pikes peak exclusively in this car?
1: Um yeah, I mean just even testing before getting to pikes peak was was a big learning experience for me. Um I'm definitely a pedal masher, so learning to um you know, mitigate the pedal and, you know, just there's so much more response there and you know, reeling that back and trying to figure out how to not just spin the tires and rear wheel drive, spin it around, you know, coming out of a tight corner. So that was, that was a lot, big learning experience for me. Um, Also, I'd never driven on a, you know, a tarmac. I've never even driven on a, like a, you know, a big track at UMC until one day, you know, I did it there one day during testing. So learning apexes that are totally different than rally style, um, how to approach a corner, um, the best line in and out. That was, that was fun to learn. Um, and then, then I had no idea when I got to the mountain, what another whole like experience that was, you know, 156 corners, you're not going to learn them all, yeah. you know, and there's not a chance that you can remember it. There's no co-driver. There's no one telling you where to go. So, you know, you obviously, there's this balance between you want to drive as fast as you can, but you don't want to overdrive it because you don't want to end up, you know, having to break too hard or going off or, you know, there's many things that could happen. Um, so that the respect of the mountain, I, you know, I've never even driven to the top before, ever before, you know, getting <laughs> people get
0: nauseous just going up there. I remember when I announced it last year, I was like, I'm good. Like, I'll just stay on the bottom. I, I can see all the angles like because I just know myself. Like, I don't do well with elevation. I got sick going to Winter Park. Like, so, <laughs> but like, you go. I know you you do a recce run, right? You and get in a car, if it's Alex or whomever, Um, you know, obviously Cole, who was your biggest asset in, again, teaching you about the mountain? You say you respect it, but you can only learn, you know, from uh, some other teachers. Who was your biggest asset there on Pikes Peak?
1: I mean, I was, we were very fortunate enough to be taken up the mountain. I mean, Cole, poor Cole, I was, I would. I was on that mountain every day that I could be at, you know, practice was over at 9.00 AM. We would go back and take a nap because we had to be up at two 30 in the morning to get on the mountain for practice. And we were done. We had to be off. We had to leave by eight 30, be off by nine. We would go and I would take a 30 minute nap, go to the gym, come back to the mountain and drive up and down. Like the section that I was going to practice the next day as many times as I could before it would close. Yeah. Um, just to try to memorize it, figure out the lines, you know, Cole would go over them with me we would just, call it every time I went through it. And then I would try to call it to him to see if I could remember, you know, the important corners, which you, I was taught to learn the gotchas, the ones you don't want to mess up on, right. The ones that are hard to read, or you might read incorrectly. And then we were lucky enough to have, um,
2: Jeff Swartz.
1: Yeah. Jeff Swartz took us oh, up yeah. and yeah. then also, and gave us, you know, his important notes, you know, they mm-hmm. are realize that you can't memorize the entire mountain so the ones that you should not forget the ones that people usually go off on and then um, we also had robin shoot also took us yeah
0: yeah multiple time champion and the yokohama radical yeah
1: yeah. I mean so- you got
0: I mean I think everybody was kind of open arms to you guys just given the Huna Pegasus, given the Sierra car. As you said, you're not ra- you're not used to racing, you're a pedal masher. So <laughs> Evie and and you talk about that because you know, we'll get into ARA because both you both you gals are are racing that and then do super I mean it's it's really cool, a stage rally. Obviously, you know, your husband and dad was a huge fan of stage rally, even when I met him back in the day before he even sold DC shoes, he was always watching Colin McRae videos and all that. And obviously the, the Hill dance and the, the famous, you know, I saw Ron and them at Goodwood. Did you guys go to Goodwood? I can't remember.
1: We had, that was our rally. We wanted to go to Goodwood. We were invited, but we had a rally, New England rally. We had a competitor that they had a crash and the co-driver, Aaron Kelly. That's uh, right. Yeah. So we did not continue the next day. There were enough drivers that Decided not to continue, so they ended up not continuing, but it did count as a rally. And Leah at, won her class and she actually clinched the clinched the championship. So she is went to a drive.
0: Oh, the dog's hype for it too. The yeah. dog was pumped. Your dog was excited for you, Leah.
1: Yeah, very excited. <laughs> so she won the championship. Um and I I don't know if I think I was in second in my class when Got it. at the end of day one.
0: And I'll just, I'll just ask for it right out of the gate. What is the experience like EV to combustion Leah, like going ice to, to EV and, and again, uh, you know, you've, you've kind of leaked some photos of doing open wheel stuff and, uh, and, and going from ice to EV. What's, what's your experience been like?
2: Um, well, obviously EV is very different from combustion, but at the same time, I've always, even, even when I've started karting, I've done so many different cars and I've switched between everything. Like, and karting, I every race I go I, there's a race in my K, like was just a two stroke, and then there's a race in between, and I go to my four stroke, and very different driving styles. So I've always had to switch between things and learn things really fast in different cars. So it wasn't too hard for me. Um, I do drive my mom's e-tron at home, mm-hmm. which is the Audi, the electric Audi. Um, so I did know, know how it feels, how the power band is, how there's almost no delay versus a combustion, combustion engine. You have no gears, you have nothing. Um, so it was, it was a little bit hard to learn, but at the same time, you just, you have to roll into throttle. You have to like gauge Where and when are the tires going to spin? Because you have no idea that you just put the pedal and there's all the power. So you just have to really, for yourself, you have to calm down your foot. You have to just change your mindset to be a little bit slower. And just, um, you have to really gauge the track. And with the um, Odyssey, it's a very, very heavy car. Like two tons, I think. On top of big wheels, it kind of feels like a boat. You're rocking back and (laughs) forth. Um, So you have to really really pay attention to where you're putting the car and what it's going to do. You have to very much like anticipate before you do anything because if not something can just go right the other way. Um so it was it was definitely a challenge for me, but I wouldn't say it was the hardest thing and I definitely would say I enjoyed it a lot.
0: Good. Uh, and that's that's what it comes down to because again, you're you're just you're jumping in any seat you can, respectfully, not not anything, but you know, saw you in Oklahoma, uh, crazy turn of events there. You you had the fastest laps. We'll we'll kind of start with there. And then obviously you, you know, you got DQ'd, which I think was a little aggressive. And, you know, I, I even told some people that. But I, I love seeing your, you know, and and you, Leah, and my son Parker have become friends. And I love you sharing. He shares some things. And he's like, Leah's doing this, and he's like, hype for you. And I, I think that just speaks to Um, you got a lot of fans, you know, uh, you know, regardless of how, how, or what you got here, you're, you're making a name for yourself. And I think you should be really proud. And I I think it's really cool seeing videos of you. And, um, right before we started, uh, recording those Alpine stars video or photos that just came out, what's, what's the story there? Like some high fat, you're wearing heels in a race suit or race (laughs) gloves or something like that. Like, I don't think those are FIA certified heels.
2: Yeah, neither. Um. Well, Alpine Stars, is called, it's part of the Alpine Stars Reserve, which is um, how Alpine Stars brings creativity and fashion into motorsports. Um, and I'm big game for that because I do <laughs> love my fashion and I, I'm i a very creative person. I do love art, um, but motorsports is my passion. So um, it was really cool. They were like, hey, you want to do the shoot? Like, blah, blah, blah. We're going to put you in like race gloves and a dress. And I was like okay. (laughs) You know, like it was just really cool because it just shows the mix of personal life and passion or career. Um, and I had a really fun time doing a shoot. (laughs) It was my first time ever doing like, um, anything photo shoot ish model, like high fashion stuff. So (laughs) it was really cool experience for me. Um, and the photos turned out amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I've it's really cool to like be able to show my feminine side and the way that I actually do like fashion because I'm all my Instagram is just basically racing, you know? Um, so showing some of my other personality, um, was really cool and it was just a really cool experience and a bunch of other riders and drivers done it as well. So like Eli,
0: Jason Anderson, I think it was right. Jason,
1: El yes. Um,
2: and some other, Alpine Stars athletes. So it was just mm-hmm. a really cool experience and photos are amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at them right now, just like full race suit, gloves, and then heels. And and the the leather outfit is fierce, homegirl.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. The ace the, the, the with the with the gloves there. So you could find yep. the, it. I love it. That's so good. And, and and you know, we've we've shared some time at your house that you're at there in Utah and you're surrounded by amazing art. So I think you're a product of your environment, both your mom, your dad, and your siblings. Um, Lucy, uh, can we talk about the philanthropic side of 43 Institute and what you guys are doing? I know at Pike's peak, you got a check. I know Ron Carr put something together, uh, mobile one. Um, what, what is 43 Institute and what's, what's the activation there and the call to action and how, how can people get involved?
1: Well, 43 I is, uh, 43 Institute Kim block, um, foundation. It's, you know, we created it, um, after Ken passed on, on how to give back, you know, Ken was really big at giving back and helping others. Um, and the funny thing is it was on my, you know, reminders on my phone for the last couple of years. Cause we wanted to start a nonprofit and it just never had time. It would pop up, like talk to Ken and the kids about what, what nonprofit we want to start. And we had done the research, just never really had time to put it into action. Um, so we did it, Right away, um, created the nonprofit and the forty, um, the five hundred C. And the first activation we're doing, the first you know giving is going to be brain bucket. It's called the Project Brain Bucket. Mm-hmm. And you know, Ken had all the the brain bucket art and you know the his helmets you know that were painted. Um, so we're going off of that. and going to use you know that as an example about how important it is to protect your. Your head and your brain um, when you're doing sports. So we raised funds. I guess CR2, CR two, CRS, CSR two, CSR two. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, I've been traveling a lot, not much sleep. Um, <laughs> so they um, just also did a seventy five thousand dollar donation towards yep. that torch project brain bucket, and we're going to use that those funds to purchase helmets and go give them out. Um, in, and, and specifically in a, um, you know, like city environment, so that kids can have helmets when they're skating or when they're, you know, biking or when they're on their scooters, um, that just because maybe they can't afford helmets or maybe it's not cool. Um, we're going to try to work. Our objective is to make it a little more cool and go Mm -hmm. in with Hoon again and do some videoing of it and, you know, how do we reward them if they wear their helmets and and that, you know, they are having good protective gear so that they're not having, you know, hopefully we can not have as many concussions and and, you know, bigger problems leading from that.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. I'm I'm looking at some of the posts here again, Ron Carr, Mobile One. Sixty-eight thousand dollars raised, and and again, it's such a good collaboration. This really speaks volumes of the of the Block family. Custom painted hoods went on sale from just multiple different artists, and uh, and giving back. So I, I I think that's great, and it's a it's a great legacy piece for for you guys to continue on. Because as you said, Ken Ken and you guys have some amazing helmets. Our friend Leah Pruitt, Connor Daly, all these people honoring, obviously, your husband and father. Uh, it's I think that's a great kind of continuation of being stylistically cool and and functional right the function is is definitely the fashion so it, it plays a major role leah what's up next for you um are we going to see you at nitro cross or are we going to see more of you in next car or extreme east you talked about doing those final two rounds what's what's cooking in your camp under your helmet
2: uh, yep. So next thing would be Nitro Cross Utah, which is the home race. That's home your trip.
0: home track. You got to own that thing, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, the ins and outs. I'm joking. I, uh, I don't no, no pressure. Never
2: I've been, been on, on that a, track. Yes, <laughs> I
1: have. once. Oh, oh, yeah, you did. She'd race Sierra car on mm-hmm. that. Once. Okay. But I mean,
2: I go there at, like every week, almost every weekend in the summer. Well, haven't this year because I've been way too busy, but for the karting championship down there. So being able to have the home race is really, really cool. Which is something not many people can say. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's your home trip. and and notably, um, Kira was excited not just about winning, but beating your brother. Is that just like a thing that you guys just carry in the family? Is he? I don't take I don't take Mike as like being that cocky. Does he need to get taken down a little bit, or what's the deal there?
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, I wouldn't say he's cocky. Um, he's a little. He's your brother. they they're, they're just. It's just with themselves. They just go back and forth. It's nobody else. It's just Mike and Kira banter. Just it's it doesn't matter if one of them got ninth place as long as they beat their sibling, they are winning, like <laughs> winning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What's your? T- what's your take, Lucy? Do you love kind of the built-in uh, competition? I mean, you know, just siblings siblings in general. But but even just racing and seeing them kind of elevate and progress like i said we kind of started this with with you being a mom and now kind of flying this flag of of being race mom because it was it was cute i remember was it nitro cross last year when you raced cr cars and that right was that two years ago yeah no last year and uh it was two years ago ago. and yeah and ken was total race dad like outfit was like it looked like he just rolled out of bed and threw something on he had the full safari lifeguard hat yeah i was like bro you are race dad right now it is on and it continued on to glenn helen but um you know you know lucy you're you're kind of flying both flat you're the parent and it's it's got to be it's got to be really cool just to see the continuation and then second backup i always ask two questions do you want to continue racing or are you kind of like just support them and elevate them
1: I mean the thing is I had I thought that this year is going to be my last year of ARA anyway of rally because you know Leah was probably going to move up into a faster car and soon the other two will start racing if that's what they choose to do and you know my job has always been just the supportive role cuz that's just who I am um but this year I'm having so much fun and I'm going faster and I it feels like I hear the notes without having to think about them and it's so much fun But once again, it's probably my last year. I mean, I'm enjoying it, but you can't do it all. You can't, you can't be the one that's there to support them and make sure that they're doing, have what they need and also be out there racing. It's almost impossible. So maybe I'll just do a few here and there, but no series. I mean, I hope to still have some fun and get out there and go fast, but yeah, my role really is to make sure that they're getting what they need.
0: Just going, going through like your feeds and obviously you have the, it's the, it's, it's the Ford, right? Yeah. You're running the, which car are you running?
1: Yeah. I'm I'm running a Siesta, the Rally 3.
0: And what, what is Blockhouse Racing just for any clarification on that? Is that just kind of all encompassing your whole activation?
1: Yeah. It's just our family race team. You know, we used to have Hoonigan Racing, but we no longer own Hoonigan, so you know it's just our envelope which we're we're racing under as a family.
0: Yeah. Um. So so Leah, you got nitro cross, you got extreme e. What what else are you doing? As a again, let's remind people, Leah is sixteen years old. So you you got school, you got things, you're traveling, you're exhausted. I'm tired watching you guys travel. <laughs> Um, but it seemed like you had a good time out at the lake with some friends and Terry and uh, and saw Travis and the Pastrana family was out there that, I mean, you guys are, you guys are really making the most. And, you know, again, it bears repeating, celebrating, celebrating Ken and continuing. Um, don't be an asshole. That was, you know, and that's, that's something that kind of resonates. And, and I think you guys fly that flag really well. What, what else is keeping 16 year old Leah Block busy outside of racing and and fashion and, and art and all this other things?
2: Um well <laughs> I guess
0: like, like I what like know. what is what is what is a day like you a day are, are you are you on your phone all the time like like my son is? Lu- um, le- Lucy. Oh,
1: <laughs> do, do you see these things? Yeah, right? <laughs> is that? Is that like the Snapchat? I don't, I don't, see it. I don't understand it, but <laughs>
0: we're not supposed to.
1: <laughs> the photos from all the angles to, i'm like can't you just send one photo to everyone she's like no mom i'm like
0: oh <laughs> right no it's i i think it's great so ara national champion all these things but what what else all, all joking aside what else is keeping you busy and what are you psyched about
2: well to be honest i haven't been home that much at all
0: yeah uh when you when like and my- when when do you go back to school, because you you kind of go to you kind of go to this flex school concept thing, right? Is where you kind you have the well, ability to I travel. To
1: the,
2: I went to the regular high school last year, but now I've gotten so busy that I might just have to go online just for the sake of my mental health. <laughs> just yeah. having to, like every every week go in and hey, like get a paper from the front office, and I got to go get all my teachers sign it, and oh, you're gone for this many days. I'm like, yep again they're like oh again yep sorry um but it's, it was really hard to keep on my up on my schoolwork, especially in the last two months um of the end of the school year so um online just might be the better option for me and I might just feel because then I can focus on training and all the new stuff that is coming up um so yeah it's it's hard with school but um obviously my mom has a rule that if i do not get on a roll um oh word on a uh, roll on a roll
0: <laughs> not oh, even just yeah. passing like C's. you're good you're good no. <laughs> honor,
1: holy cow
2: a's b's are b's are barely cutting it
1: yeah b's are frowned upon in this house holy cow so your, your, your last name is block it's not
0: a lock
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so now i gotta get that honor roll every quarter um that's been hard but you know it, i gotta he, do what i gotta do to race
0: <laughs> yeah no and 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 that's that's your i've heard you say like you you want to be f1 you're like in this right like and
2: we'll
0: yeah that's that's it are there any can this this podcast drops in a week is there anything coming out between now and next Wednesday that you can like announce? Cause I know you're hustling. I met, I met your working. You can't, don't say it if, if, again, we can edit it, but is there anything like crazy on the forefront that you're working on that you're excited about? I met kind of, the, yeah. you're, you're working with a new manager and person that I met in Oklahoma, um, taking this different perspective and angle and just different background. Or, uh, it's gotta be pretty exciting there. Yeah. I mean,
1: Christy as a Lee. fan, we're racing at uh, the Baja One Thousand. So that'll Sorry. be really fun. Um
0: yeah, but you, you girls like together or
1: yeah, well, and two other drivers. So okay. we have uh it's uh, through Can Am. We're r- racing the 43rd. Can Am
0: we're, we're racing a Can Am. <laughs> we're racing a Can. I think that's exciting. Yeah,
1: we're but we can yeah, we're racing in a Can Can Am for Baja yeah. One Thousand, it's going to be
0: really fun. We're excited like about this. it. I, no, I think that's cool, and how, and I've, you were talking about mashing. I mean, the thousand is again another one that you need to respect. Uh, I know Cameron Steele calls it the mistress. You know, it's just this this place that is, and depending on if it's a loop or if it's down to the tip, that's that's another ball of wax and can of worms that you would open up. Have have either you raced? I mean, I guess extreme e is kind of like that, but it's a little more open and treacherous. What would you What would you guys say for Baja?
2: Uh, Baja is just a whole different thing. I mean, extremely, yeah, I was off road, but I've done off a little bit of off road, anyways. You know, it's nothing's like Baja where you're in a car for that many hours, going that many miles with terrain that changes all the time. Yeah. Um. So it's definitely going to be a new challenge, but I feel like that's that's our lives every single day. So new something. Um. But it's going to be it's definitely going to be really fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, our whole. Taking oh, making it to the finish is our goal, you know. Taking it easy, not being crazy, and just getting through.
0: So. Don't don't overcook the meatloaf. Just attrition. Just keep it keep it okay. going. Serve 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 it up at at home. Um, it is electrify podcast, so I got to bring it back to Evie a little bit. What's your take? And and Lee you talked about your mom having this the e-tron, and you know your your dad had the Hoonahtron, and that like I don't know how I, I watched the behind the scenes video. Of uh, Ken and Brian talking about it was really lengthy so I kind of had cliff notes but just this one of one unique vehicle what what do you make of of EV in general just being because I know you you know you guys have kind of a a philanthropic side to you you uh, don't take offense This a little granola but a little bit of rock and roll so it's kind of you guys play both sides of it would you agree with that and what's what's your take on EV because some people are like "Uh, I just need to pad my pocketbook it's cheaper to have EV and some people are like Well, we got one planet, so I know EV. That's kind of you know extreme E. That's their MO. But now with street cars, like you said, you guys are navigating that on the streets of of Park City, Lucy. What's your take? And Leah, what's your take?
1: I I love EV. I mean, I love how they drive. I love how you know smooth they are. I I love how quiet it is. You know, I I love that we're not polluting the air. You know, right outside our doors. I can go for a. I mean, I purposely mountain bike. Because I wouldn't road bike because I don't want to, you know, have people's exhaust in my nose while I'm breathing heavy. Right. But so to me, the, you know, saving our planet is super important. Do I think it's the end all be all? Probably not. I think it's a combination of a lot of things. But I think it's really important that people are taking the steps and, you know, giving a shit and making a difference and, mm-hmm. and trying something out that could make affect, you know, our environment in a large way. So
0: Leah, what's yours as a, as a young adult coming up?
2: I mean, like my mom said, I like driving it cause it's so quiet when I go from like the eTron to like our Hyundai, it's just kind of like night and day. I'm like, wait, do I have to turn my music up more? But it's just kind of like, <laughs> it's really peaceful driving the car, you know, especially the eTron, tron it, it doesn't feel like a, um, a too fancy electric, like Tesla, you know, it's still like very much a car. Um, but the EV aspect is really, really um, nice to have, you know, just like it's just so peaceful just driving down the road like yeah. you're like basically nothing and kind of if you are outside the car it kind of sounds like a spaceship. But I think that's really cool. <laughs> um, obviously, I mean. I love to hear some good noises of a combustion engine. But at the same time, for like just driving around um, in my hometown, like it's it's really nice.
0: Well, it's funny. Just again, you guys are in your, your kitchen and your family room. I know going there, you guys always have music on. So I would imagine that, you know, I know Lucy likes her uh, 90s rap um if it's tribe called quest or if it's you know most Deaf or whatever it might be it's all rap is always playing so yeah i can imagine that you need uh, internal combustion just to to balance out the the sanctity and then all all of those things um what uh you know is, is there anything else you'd like to share with any again any news any updates or you know again i i've known you guys you guys you know lucy Ken didn't really post a lot about the kids um, by design. Um, even you barely a little bit. Um, people have their idea of who who you are and and Lucy and the kids and all that. But is there any anything you would like to share in regards to how people can interact with you or what they you know their thoughts or your thoughts about Ken and the legacy he leaves behind because um, he's done so much even and and even right now um, he's doing so much without even being here. Uh, you know, it was a great memorial service there at Woodward and uh, the the love was, was shared. And uh, I don't know, closing thoughts on that, because I, I'd feel, I'd feel bad if we didn't mention it at all.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously can change the, um, the space of the way people look at marketing for um, race teams and, and race cars and even like, even commercials, you know, for cars. So that was pretty amazing. And also not knowing how he affected people and, you know, you think he did one thing and then, you know, after his passing hearing how the effects that, you know, he created on people's lives and how, you know, big it, it was, you know, the big picture, and that's kind of 43I as well is like, how do we keep moving that forward? How do we keep rally going forward? How do we support people? How do we not only about the helmets, but, you know, what were important things to Ken and how can we foster that and, and help the communities and help people that he's already touched, not just the people, but in general, you know, keep passing it forward and making a difference in people's lives. Yeah. So, he was
0: an, yeah. He was an absolute, uh, giant, giant uh, in Multiple different industries. People know that Ken and our families had a relationship. They said, "Oh, you know," and I just say Ken didn't write like chapters; he wrote books. Fun fact: You talk about Ken caring so much about people at the at the service and the memorial service. Uh, Scotta was the last one to talk, and you talk about Ken caring about people. And I don't know if you you know it's it's all a blur. But Brian brought up a story about Ken cared about people, and and he'd let you know if you were fucking up. And, and, and he, and he talks about this email that he had Scotto proofread and he says, Hey, check out this email. This is about Instagram and this, this one person, which we both know he shares, he does these posts and da, da, a diatribe of an email giving examples of people and why don't clog the feeds. And this is kind of early on. This is years ago, I think, um, 15 or something like that. And Brian shared this story about caring and can draft this email scott approved reddit he says yeah go ahead and that email was to me because he cared about my social media not clogging his feed he's like don't be a feed clogger you can only post six or seven photos a day but it's got to be good here's some good examples file follow blabick follow tony hawk follow you know like nick and because he's funny follow this person because that so don't be a feed clogger, jared make good shit so I, I like when he told that story at the end i was like i was like <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's me.
0: I, I, I found the email and I, I still have and I was like, and I've told people that story. Like uh like Andy Williamson was sitting next to me, and you know, he's got theory. And I said, and and Brian's literally finishing that story on his tap and I said, Look at this email. It was me. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I I mildly embarrassed, uh, but but wildly celebration of of the block family. And you guys do such a good job of carrying this on and um, Leah, I love you know, I. You have these obviously mannerisms of your dad, and 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 one you got right now, just that flat face is like, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and I, it's okay, it's okay, cause you're you know, your dad was sometimes the hardest read of all, and I know, and my wife even you know we we've, we've been to your house and all these things. I say that on the on the front end because Stephanie would, my wife would just be like, I don't think Ken likes me. I'm like, no. <laughs> Ken's just, Ken's just really shy and he doesn't know how to like communicate sometimes and that's okay. He does like you, but he's not going to be like, Stephanie, I like you. I think you're cool. That's not him. Right. And, and I think Leah, after, you know, the nitro cross DQ, you're just wearing it like a bad suit. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I I can't do this, but I got to ask the hard questions, you know? And, and that's, that's my job. Otherwise, you know, people don't get, I I call edutainment, right? I'm educating, I'm entertaining and creating entertainment. So, um, Thank you, thank you, girls, so much. Um Have some long drinks for me. Uh, I, I see the shirt there. Long drink is, is, it's, yeah, right there. Not
1: me. Uh, what's not that? A drink.
2: Not me.
0: Not you. No, no, not definitely not you. But long drink. If you didn't know, this Finnish gin and tonic drink that was. Help brought to uh, brought to America via the finish. No matter what, I'm always Rico Taco. I always finish. <laughs> uh <laughs> uh Rico needs to open a taco stand in Finland. It's Rico's tacos. Come on by, get a long drink, can the sata brito. Um or a taco. But uh yeah, grab a long drink. Thank you, girls, so much, and uh take care of those Frenchies and take care of yourself. And uh again, you can follow Miss Lucy Jones. Block and uh, Leah Block on IG forty three I check out that thing. Anything else you want to plug at all?
2: Blockhouse Racing.
0: Blockhouse Racing. What else? Smash that like button. Subscribe. Do do whatever you got to do. Don't
1: be an asshole.
0: Don't be an asshole. <laughs> on that note, thank you so much. The Block ladies, Leah and Lucy Block. Again, check them out on the racetrack or in the paddock or again online. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Electrify Podcast brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo. Be sure to catch full video episodes on YouTube at Electrify
2: TV and follow along on social media for daily clips and more.